All right, all right. Hello, welcome, welcome back. Sorry, I'm a little late on this episode. <clears throat> I just want you to know this episode has nothing to do with healthcare. Absolutely nothing. This just happens to be uh, the life of a home health nurse. And it's not even a, uh, I'm not being negative this show, I promise, okay? So chill out. Uh, this actually has good endings. No, no bad endings here. It really comes down to, I got, I got good parents. I've got, I've got people in my circle, in my life that, that are, are good people. They aren't, <clears throat> excuse me, they aren't uh, influenced by the woes of today's world. So I'm going to go through a couple of stories. This isn't going to be a long episode, I don't think. Um, like I said, if you're tuning in to hear some more shit stories about healthcare, this is not the episode for you guys. This has to do with uh, me being, what's the word, uh, too caring, maybe? Too caring. Um really taking care, better care of other stuff than I do myself. I think at the end of the day is what it is. Um, so the first story goes back to a a couple months ago. Um, I was going to adjust my chair real quick. Let me get, let me get comfortably here real quick because this might be a little bit. All right. So I'm going to a patient's house and, uh, to see the man of the house. Sorry, I don't want to offend anybody. The guy that lives there. How about that? For all you, you know, you people. Um, so I go there and the spouse slash girlfriend, girlfriend slash whatever you want to call her answers the door. And she's it. She looks pale. Uh, she's like breathing really heavy. She looks not well, right? So like homeboys in the back. And I tell her, uh, her name is going to be, what does this thing say right here? Bud. Her name is going to be Bud. So I'm like, Miss Bud, like, yo, what's going on with you? You do not look well right now. And uh, she's like, (laughs) you know, this kind of bullshit. I don't feel well. So I'm like, I really think you probably need to go to the hospital because I'm here to treat your, you know, spouse slash, uh, I don't know, commander. I don't know what is going on in this household right now, but I'm here to see him. So she's like, you know, fight me. And I'm like, let me check your, let me just, let me check your pulse real quick. You know, a nursing skill that I know how to do. (laughs) So I check her pulse and it's like 130. And I'm like, just, just using my, uh, uh, I like to call it nursing acumen because this doctor I worked with in the ER one day when I missed something completely obvious, I was like, how the, you know, how the hell did you catch that? And I didn't. And he just said, well, it's my medical acumen. And I've always was like, dick. But then I was like, that's a badass word. So anyways, using my nursing acumen, I was like, this lady, uh, is not well. She's tachycardic. Uh, she's hyperventilating. She looks pale. I don't know what's going on, but it's not good. So I ended up calling EMS. Uh, they they get out there, and I, I go back to to see. Uh, I'm gonna call the spouse's name is Light, Mister Light. Your uh, your girlfriend, Miss Bud. She, um, I'm sending her to the hospital because she's not well. And he's like, Oh shit, what? You 
for real? And I'm like, yeah, man, for real. So <clears throat> when I had first started seeing Mr. Light, I, I had they had a dog there. This dog's name was Chester. Let's go with Chester. Uh, no, Chester, I need to say that name, Chester. That's a dumb name. Uh, his name was... Uh, Sheriff. His name was Sheriff, okay? So I go over to the house and I see this dog. You know, they, they smoke indoors. The dog's in a cage all day. Uh, doesn't go for walks. Like, malnourished. It looks skinny as hell. Just not a good life. Like a Sarah McLaughlin dog, you know? In the arms of an angel. And I'm like, this is messed up, man. Um, and I'm like, hey, I told him in the beginning, Mr. and Mrs. Bud Light. I said, hey, if y'all ever want to get rid of this dog, like, holler at me because, like, he's a cool dude and, like, I'd be, you know, fuck it. I'm down. So, it was kind of ha 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 kind of thing, right? Anyways, we get to the point where uh, she, the medics come, okay? And they are getting her all, you know, loaded up onto the thing and they're kind of blowing her off. And I'm like, yeah, but dude, like, her pause is like 130 and, like, I'm giving you the deal, like... She just needs to go be seen, if not for anything, at least a psychiatric evaluation, because she might kill herself. I don't know. Okay? For real. Like, real talk. I was worried about her. She's had a very rough life. Um, she, you know, she wasn't pleasant with most people, but me and her always got along. Because, why is that, you might ask? Because I treat everybody with dignity. Because I'm not an asshole. I treat everybody the same. I don't care who you are. So, we, we hit it off. And, um... So as the medics, they've got her up on the stretcher at this point, and they're about to take her out, you know, to the box or not the box, the uh, ambulance. And she looks, looks, this woman looks at me right in the eyes and she says, you promise me you will take uh, sheriff, promise me you will look after sheriff while I'm gone. And I'm looking around like me, who else is back here? Who else? Oh, me, you're looking right at me. She's like, yeah, yeah, you know, you said you wanted him. And I'm like, well, yeah, but I didn't really mean it. I mean, I did mean it, but I didn't mean it. You know what I mean? It's like, I, I don't know. If I had a million dollars, I'd buy a, an old Chevy truck green with a wood uh, bed, right? But I don't mean it because I don't, I don't know how to explain it. That was just a, I don't know what that was. Anyways. Um, so I looked at her and she said, promise me. And I said, I promise you, I will take care of Sheriff. Right. So they, they take, take her and I go back into the house and, uh, I'm like, Hey, um, Mrs. Bud is going to the hospital. Okay. Mr. Light. Um, and she asked me and it's her dog. You've told me this. Uh, she asked me to take care of the dog while she's there. And he was like, Hell no. And I'm like, um, all right. Well, I'm going to take the dog. And he's like, fuck, you're not. And I'm like, listen, Mr. Uh, Light, you, you can't walk. She's not going to be here. Why are you so worried that I'm going to try to do something good by this dog for a few days? Like, why are you being so adamant against me taking care of your, her dog, but for you and her? To be a good person. Like, and 100%, I'll give it a better life in the few days I'll have her than this dog has had since it's been born. So don't give me this shit like you give a fuck about the dog all of a sudden. Mrs. Bud has told me you've hit him before. That you don't like him. So, 
he's like, no, you're not taking the dog. And I'm like, all right, we'll see about that. So I call my boss and talk to some people at work and they're all like, really, you should not get involved with this. This is just not a, a thing that you need to be involved with. And I'm telling you guys, this is probably, you know, what my dad has said before to me. Uh, you know, when he hears me go off, because I've told him, I was like, I just don't know how I can always do a job when I know that something is wrong. If something's being done wrong or something could be done better or if the work we're doing is just bullshit. Like I have a very, very hard time keeping my mouth shut. It's always got me in trouble. It'll probably get me in trouble at this job. Um, my, he even said my uncle was like that. Would always get in trouble at work because he couldn't keep his mouth shut. And I, I, you know, maybe I need to start trying that. Maybe I just need to say, you know what? It's the devil runs this world. It, we don't, I don't give a fuck about any of my patients anymore. Take your pills, check, 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 vital signs, peace, and be out. And then just get home early, have my, my mediocre bullshit charting that doesn't mean anything done, and then just enjoy my evening. I can't do that. I don't know why. I wish I could. 100%, but I can't. And I'll tell you right now, it's a terrible way to go about like living when it's like, uh, you know, you want to do a good job. Um, but the way the job is run doesn't work to benefit the job. It doesn't work. It just doesn't work. So it's very frustrating going and redoing something over and over when that it's never going to change. The person's never going to get better. Anyways, uh, so I ended up going to the hospital. I ended up going to meeting this lady, Mrs. Uh, Bud, at the hospital. And I was like, look, he said I can't take the dog. I can't just go back in your house and jack this dog. Like, that's just not going to happen. And um, long story short, once again, because I'm just, a, I try to be a nice guy, I got the police involved. Um, told them the situation. They said the same thing. Like, we can't take this dog. So I was like, you know, the hell with y'all. Like, this is bullshit. Like, it's her dog. The dude can't walk. The dog's malnourished. Anyways, like, the dog is, I ought to call, like, not child protective, like, whatever it is called. Um, So anyways, I ended up calling the Mrs. Bud, called the family member who takes care of the, my original patient, the guy I was going to see takes care of like his finances and he's the one that controls like his money, his income and his bills. And it was him. He's the one that does not want the dog in this apartment. Right? So Mrs. Uh, Bud is like, Hey, my nurse, nurse man, Dan, uh, is coming to get this dog to watch him while I'm in the hospital. And the uncle's like, hell yeah, let's do it. Woo! Right? So it's all good. So I go over there and I actually set up my phone because I was like, oh my God, this is, I'm going to go to court for this. Um, and I walked in, I was like, hey, hey. And the uncle was real nice, real nice guy. Um, I was like, man, I'm sorry about this. Like I just, she asked, she, she looked at me in the eyes and asked me to promise her I would take care of the dog. And I try to be a man of my word as best I can. Uh, and this is what it came down to. And she, you know, he was like, no, no problem. Like he cannot take care of this dog. Like I'm actually good. It's, it's good. You're doing this. Right. And I see, uh, Mr. Uh, <clears throat> Mr. Light. And I'm like, Hey, you know, I'm really sorry about this. And he's like, I'm like, I hope you're not mad. He's like, I'm mad as shit. I'm mad as shit. And I'm like, Oh, 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 oh all right. Well, 
I know you're not going to chase me down the road. So I got the dog and I left. Um, and I, uh, <laughs> this is what I'm saying. I try to do something nice, uh, and it worked out in the end and I'll get to that, but it ended up bite me in the ass almost immediately. Um, hang on one second, guys. I need to grab something and I will be right back. So I get, uh, <laughs> I get sheriff in my, uh, in my car, right? My little, my little mini SUV, my little nurse mom car. And, uh, <laughs> I mean, I've got all my nursing shit in there. I got my car seat. Um, and I get this fucking dog in, right? And I got him in the back and he's like freaking out, which I can understand. Like he, there was a lot of commotion. Um, and I'm like, all right, well, f- efforts. I don't know what to do with this dog now. But then I was like, ching, my mother, my mother, my dear mother, dearest pie, a sweet, good hearted lady with the best intentions all the time, even though maybe it doesn't work out like that. But a heart of gold only wants the best for her children, me and my brother, uh, and for for everyone you know that she's involved with. Um, so I call her up and I'm like, "Hey, ma, mommy, can you please watch this dog? I feel so bad. This, you know, X, Y, Z, blah, 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 blah." So I take her over there, take the dog over there, and on the way, this is what I was <laughs> going to tell you. On the way. The dog jumps from the very back of my mom car into the middle seat, right? Right next to my daughter's high chair, or not high chair, the uh, car seat. And he's like panting, and I'm like, chill out, Sheriff. Chill out. I'm not yelling. I'm just like, it's okay, buddy. It's okay. I love animals, right? And then, and then I smell something, and I'm like, (laughs) and I'm like, I think I had Taco Bell that day, so I was like, did I fart? Like, it stinks in here. Like, that smells bad. And I'm like, oh, Jesus. That's not me. This is that large-ass dog in the back of my car. Right? So I look back there. Uh, I mean, I'm trying to explain. I'm trying to think of something that all of you have in your homes right now that I could explain the size of the shit he left in my car. Um, let me see. If anybody has a 65-inch TV or larger, I'd say, in my opinion, it looked about similar to that. It pretty much covered the entire backseat. Multiple pieces, but that's not the best. I mean, that's not the worst part um, because he was nice enough afterwards to spray it all down with his malodorous, stank-ass urine. So I'm like, I still got like another 10 minutes to my mom's house. The dog has shat half of Texas into the back of my car. It's flooding like Noah's got an ark he's building with his urine in the back. And I'm trying not to vomit. All in the name of just trying to do some good. After even my managers were like, this probably isn't what you should be. You probably shouldn't do that. I should have just fucking listened to them. But I didn't. And I'm glad I didn't. And here's why. So I take her to my mom's house, right? <laughs> and uh, she falls in love with him, right? Gives him a bath. Blah, blah, blah. Um, and then 
the lady in the hospital ends up coming back home, right? And it's like three days later. The dog looks great. So I take Sheriff back to her house. And when I get there, it's like a big reunion. The, you know, Mr. and Mrs. Uh, Bud, Bud Light are there. And uh, they're all, you know, oh, Charlie's here. It w- I'm not even joking. It was probably 30 seconds after walking in the door to bring Sheriff back that the uncle, who controls the finances, remember, uh, his wife walks in. <laughs> and I'm probably like 15 feet from the front door at this point. Uh, and she walks in, doesn't say hi. She walks in, she sees uh, Sheriff, and she says, um, what she say? She says, why is that dog still here? And I was like, Ooh, I see this is going to get not pleasant. So I kind of like start moonwalking backwards as quietly as I can to the front door, right? And uh, trying to get like, this ain't my deal. My bosses were just saying this. I shouldn't have been involved. Once again, I should have listened and I didn't. And now I'm paying the consequences. So uh, I'm like, I, I got to go. I'm sorry. And uh, I felt so bad for the for Mrs. Uh, Light or Mrs. But whatever one she was. And um, I told her, I was like, look, if the dog has to go, if they aren't going to let, the, and I made sure that the, the 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 spouse of the uncle could hear me, if they aren't going to let you keep this dog here that's not causing any problems, then what I would recommend you do is I would call the Humane Society because they have a heart and they enjoy animals. And I said, tell them that Hold him for 10, I think it's got 10 or 14 days. Hold him, okay, Mrs. Light? Tell him to hold him. Get this shit straightened out and then get your dog. And she was like, I mean, bawling, tearing up, right? Um, so got her the number and I, I left. And I was like, fuck, that's sad, man. I, I mean, I really felt bad for her, really. Not for the, not for Mr. Bud or Mr. Light or the, the bitchy ass uncle. And The uncle was super nice, by the way. It was her. Why is that dog still here? <laughs> you motherfucker. Anyway, so um, my mom called. She's like, how'd it go? How'd it go with the sheriff? Did they did they welcome him back with open arms? And I'm like, yeah, for a minute or, you know, 30 seconds. And uh, I told her, you know, he's going to um, Humane Society, I hope. And my mom just started, bless her heart, just started crying. <laughs> I just can't believe like, I'm telling you, Sarah McLaughlin, come on, in the arms. That's that dog. And uh, so I'm like, I'm sorry, Mom, but that's that's what it is. You know, Dad didn't want to keep the dog, um, which is fine. Uh, and it's a big dog, and it was only temporary, so it's not your concern. The dog will be fine, Mom. It's a no-kill shelter, right? Come on, man. Stop. Why are my notifications so loud? So, you know, like I said, she was upset, and I thought that was the end of it. <laughs> and it's a... Uh, I don't know. It's probably a week, <laughs> a week later, and uh, I'm like driving around to go see a patient or whatever you want to call them. And uh, she calls me. She's like, "Hey," I'm like, "Hey, what's going on? I'm busy, mom. Sorry. I know you like to talk on the phone, and I know you're listening to the show, mom. You really like to talk on the phone when I'm busy." And she's like, "Um, hang on a sec." She's like, "So I did something." <laughs> I'm like, "Okay." All right, what you do? And she's like, I found Sheriff. And I'm like, what? She was like, yeah, I found him. And I'm going to foster him. He's got heartworms, and I'm going to take care of him, and I'm going to get him better. And I was like, are you sure? Because I don't think Dad's going to like that. 
Sure enough, he, he wasn't happy, right? Um, so it had been a few days, still at the home. My dad's a, a man, he's a rock. Like, you know what I mean? He's just like, God damn, more bullshit. That's fine. I'll just go to my office. <laughs> okay. So he's like, whatever. Um, and then a friend of mine goes by the house like two days after that, two days. And uh, he sends me a, a video, like a message. And it's my dad on the floor with this dog rolling around like it was old yeller and that little boy like this. I mean, like he, my dad looked like a 14 year old kid who got a puppy. It was, it was, it was beautiful. It was a really cool thing. We've had little dogs, um, in the house. We had a chocolate lab. It was like 120 pounds growing up. And ever since he died, we've had rats. I don't mean rats. I mean, they're pretty much rats. The dogs that bark and yap. So we've never had a real dog in years. And it was just cool seeing like, there's a, like there's a grown ass man in the house. Like that's another person. And my dad just rolling around. Long story short, 22 minutes in. Sorry, guys. Uh, the dog is now in possession of my mother and father. Uh, they have changed his name from Sheriff to Charlie. And uh, the dog is having a blast. My dad loves him. Uh, he's a he's an awesome dog. He's great with my daughter. Um, just the loveliest, uh, you know, I'm telling you, that guy is so happy to be out of where he was. I know his mother misses him, but... Um, you know, she knew it was the, the right thing. She knew she couldn't provide the life that she wanted for, uh, sheriff. And, um, unfortunately for her, you know, heartbreak happens. And, uh, but luckily there's people like myself and my family who are willing to, uh, you know, step in. So, um, so yeah, uh, sheriff, uh, or Charlie is now, um, my dad's dog. Uh, he is so excited when he comes home from work. My mom says that he's shaking his ass and runs up and jumps on him and dad just loves it. To the point now, when I go over there, this dog's got a better seat on their couch than I do. It's ridiculous. Um, so it worked out in the end. What are we at? We're about 20, 23 minutes. All right. So like I said, guys, this is not a medical show. This is just a couple of cool stories that I thought were cue that I wanted to share with you guys. So, um, so today, uh, what is today? October 3rd. Uh, we had a storm coming through. It's been rainy and cold today. Just been a drab, miserable day. My daughter got picked up this morning and she, I won't have her this weekend. She's going to California. That terrifies me that she's going to be on a plane without me. Um, not that it matters. I mean, even if I was there and the plane went down, I don't know what I would do. Nothing. Hold her, tell how much I love her and that everything's going to be okay. Uh, it's just, um, <clears throat> anyways, so, uh, so I go, I get a, a text from uh, Peso Quarter and she's like, hey, I need you to pick up uh, the telehealth unit from a patient from a while ago that I still had not picked up the telehealth unit from. It's my fault. It's what you call shitty nursing. Okay. I admitted it. Boom, there it is. I'm telling you on the Nurse Man Dan show that sometimes I mess up. Everybody does, okay? So I go over there, and it's like back. It's not in the best neighborhood. It's not even a neighborhood. It's like a piece of land, and there's some shacks on it. And I'm walking up to the the dude's trailer, and out of the corner of my eye, and like when I tell you this, it's raining and it's cold. It's not cold, cold, but it's cold. Um, This little black kitty kitty 
with these big blue eyes. And I'm a cat man. For anybody who didn't know, I am a cat man. My cat's right up there. Magnus, you want to say hi? Exactly. He doesn't talk. He's a cat. Um, this little black cat walked up. And I saw the, I don't even know who the guy was at the guy's house I went to. It wasn't him. And I was like, hey, is uh, so-and-so here? And he was like, mm, no. And I'm like, uh, do you live here? And he's like, mm, no. And I'm like, well, this is fucking awkward. Because I don't really know what to do at this point. I'm like, all right, well, I'll be back later. Um, so if you live here or if you know anybody that lives here, I'll just, could you let them know? And um, as I'm walking back out, I'm like, hey, who's, whose little kitten is this? I'm telling you, this cat is probably three weeks old. This kitten child. And uh, he's like, oh, it's like the neighbors. There's a bunch of them running around. I'm like, well, who the fuck's Kate taking care of them? You know what I mean? It's cold and rainy. And you got a two-week-old two child outside. You inconsiderate pricks. Like, it's a life. And this little baby cat, you know, came, she was, he, I think is a she, when I first walked up, she kind of like ran, and then she ran under like the ramp to go up into the person's house. And he was like, just take her if you want her. And I'm like, what the fuck you mean take the cat? That's somebody else's cat. And he's like, there's a bunch of them, and they don't even care for him. And I'm like, all right, you think I won't, sir? You don't think I will take this cat? Probably not. So I'm like leaving the ramp and I just, I'm walking and I'm like, oh God, I feel so bad. I hope I don't see it again because then I'm going to feel bad leaving it because it looked me right in my soul bones. Like, help me. Help me, dude. I see the stethoscope. Help me. And I'm walking down. I'm like, oh no. And I hear, (laughs) and I look back and I, I get down on my knees, get my scrub pants all wet stethoscope in the mud and I sure enough I see these blue eyes and this little baby kitty just comes running out to me dude almost made me like it was like my son or my daughter you know seeing her in the long ah! and she came running and I picked her up and she was just a soaking of wet she was cold she was a shaking and I put her under my shirt and I said it's gonna be okay and then I looked around because they had shut the door I looked around I counted three Mississippi. Anybody see this cat? Is this anybody's cat? One Mississippi. Two Mississippi. Three Mississippi. Nope. And then I got in my fucking car with her. (laughs) That's right. So I'm like supposed to go see other patients and I did. But there was a little bit of a a, a delay in my day. So I I called my mom. And uh, I'm like, mom, I messed up again. And she, bless her heart, it's not that bad. What's wrong? Ah, I, I tell you, no matter, I, I don't even think I tell my parents this enough, um, that how much I love them. Like how much they really mean to me. Like, uh, like they are the best. They are, they're so good that friends of mine go over to hang out with them when I'm not there. That's how great my parents are. And um, she's like, it can't be that bad. What's wrong? And I just I flipped the camera around. Uh, I, I, before I did, I said, Mom, I'm your son. And I flipped the camera around. She was like, what is that? <laughs> I'm like, Mom, this little kitty was outside and it was soaking wet and it was shaking. And I, there was absolutely no way I was going to leave that cat there. Absolutely no way. 
And she just, <laughs> you know, like if a husband and a spouse are in a car and maybe they have an argument and then like the spouse just like looks out the window, it's like raining and they just stare out the window with their hand on their chin and the spouse is just driving forward and like it's dead silent. So like I see her on the camera and I'm just, I tell her, I show her the thing and then I see her look out the side of her car window while I'm driving straight. And just, <laughs> it's just quiet. Not that we're married. That'd be weird. But it was just that same And um, she was like, let me see her again. And I was like, mom, this thing is smaller than my hand. Like it was shaking. It's still shaking. And I was like, I will take it to the Humane Society right now. I got to see patients. I was just calling you, wink, wink, because I thought you might want to pet her or him before I take her to the Humane Society. And she was like, still looking out the window. Just, just bring her by the house, Danny. And I was like, all right. Oh, nurse man, Dan, if you could figure out my name was Danny or some form of Dan by now, then you probably shouldn't listen to the show anyways. So I take her to, I take this little precious black kitty, these big blue eyes, look like ocean eye. It was beautiful. Uh, actually it looks like the color of uh, a Bud Light can. Anyways, so I take her to my mom's and my mom sees this cat and just loses her shit. I'm telling you, if I ever hit the lottery or made a bunch of money or, you know, once again, just spitting out daydreams, uh, that would be the first thing I would do is buy my mom the biggest piece of land around that I could, that I could buy her. And I just say, you know what? Fill this motherfucking place up with animals. And she would just, that'd be it. She'd be happy for the rest of her life. Just her and her animals. Dad come around sometimes. Hey, chicken. Hey, uh, duck. All right. Talk to y'all later. And it'd be great. And my mom be happy. And, um, anyways, uh, so, so I am still, um, I'm not gonna be able to finish the story. Unfortunately, I do know that, uh, that she said she gave the kitty a bath and then she walked out into their sunroom with the kitten under her shirt. And, um, my dad, I guess was out there and he said, what are you hiding under your shirt? <laughs> And she said, uh, nothing. And, uh, he's, he said that better not be a cat under there. And she said, no. <laughs> and then she pulled, you know, pulled the little kitty out. She said, it's a kitten. <laughs> and he was just like, you know, we're not, we're not keeping them. We're not keeping them. Um, oh God. I don't think my dad listens to this show. And if he does dad, I apologize. I found the cat. Uh, mom told Steven uh, that she found him in a parking lot because I don't, I don't know why. Um, anyways, it was my fault, but I think you would have done the same thing, Dad. And I think from what Mom is saying, uh, you're okay with it. So she took the kitty cat back out into the sunroom later and just set him down. And he jumped up onto my dad's arms and started playing with my dad. And I was like, what'd Dad say? And she said, he just sit there smiling just like he did with uh with Charlie. And the cat just laid there next to him and he hung out. So guys, Sarah, McLaughlin, holler at me. I'm a saint to these animals. I fix these animals. I change lives for these animals. Um, that's the end of the show tonight, guys. I will let you know what ends up happening with that cat. I'm telling you now, 
I think my cat Magnus, Magnus, big boy. Uh, I think he'd love to have a little friend. Um, and I'd love to have a little friend for him. I'm never here. You know, every time I come home, he's like, bro, like, where have you been all day? I sit here with Karen and Mrs. Red. That's my goldfish and beta fish and their big ass tank that I got for my daughter. Um, and otherwise I'm by myself and you expect me, you expect me to tolerate this shit. So I'm like, you know what, Magnus, you're right. You're probably, you're right. You're a good dude. So hopefully dad's like, we're not keeping this cat. And then I'm just going to slide on into the DMs, be like, I'll take him back again. Um, anyways, that's the end of the show. Uh, I hope this was a lighter side of healthcare today. Um, Look at that. Nurses in action adopting pets. <laughs> Anyways, uh, that's it, really. I don't really have, I have nothing else to tell you guys. I've got some shit going on this week. Um, I'm going back to the guy's house to uh, see if his nethers are better. Um, what else I got going on? Who else? I met a hundred year old today. He'll be 101, I think, in December. He was more alert and oriented than I am. It was beautiful. It was awesome. And his wife was over there. She was old as hell, too. Uh, and they were just a, a 70-something years have been together. I thought it was awesome. I was like, that's fantastic. So getting this cat, uh, even though my daughter left today, uh, which breaks my heart every time. Yeah, I've never gotten used to it. I, um, I saw some cool patients today. Uh, I met a really cool old guy. Um, oh, oh! And okay, and then I got, and then I'm gonna go. So I'm like about to leave the old guy's house, and I'm looking on the wall, and I see like college stuff and different, like uh, what do you call it? Social, not social, edu, the fraternities that aren't cool, like the loser ones, right? And then I saw to the side, Pi Kappa Alpha fraternity, and it was like, you know, fifty year blah 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 to my patient's name, and I was like. I was like, I was a pike. And I said, uh, you know, I said the secret like thing we do. And then we did the secret handshake. And I was just like this day, you know, even though my daughter has left, uh, this day has been fantastic. God put some cool stuff in here for me today to deal with because, um, I wasn't having a good day. And, uh, I met some, I met a great cool guy who was, is one of my fraternity brothers. I adopted a new cat. Um, and uh, nobody died, so that's great. Um, anyways, y'all have a fantastic night. I hope you enjoyed story time with Nurse Man Dan. And uh, holler at me. I'm always here. Like I said, um, I'd mentioned I might change the podcast. I don't know if I'm going to change it. I'll just let y'all know that I don't know if it's always going to be medical related. There's probably going to be shows where I just get on here and talk about my day because all I've got here is my cat. Um, and that's what I enjoy doing. So I don't really give a shit. Uh, anyways, y'all have a great night, consistent quality sleep, a decent slash mediocre diet and some form of cardiovascular strain every day, guys, keep it up. Okay. We can beat this. You can break free of medicine. You can Say screw you to the hospital bills. You can adopt a little black kitty whenever you want. Be well, sleep well, eat well. I love you guys. Good night.